Good evening. Welcome to 49ers. Gather round, folks. Welcome to 49ers After Dark. We're your host, Grant Cohn, Jesse Naylor. Off season's underway. Combine starts next week. The Niners don't have a defensive coordinator yet. Yet. But it seems like they could make an announcement maybe at 5 o'clock on Friday. Nothing says I'm proud of what I'm saying and reporting than a 5 o'clock news dump. But, hey, they haven't done it yet on Friday. Let's see what happens. If there's an internal hire, someone that people really haven't heard of, like Nick Sorensen or Daniel Bullocks, would that be a disappointment? Mm. I think that it would be just from the simple fact that these guys were here last year. And so it's like, well, these guys were in place. Why didn't you just hire them in the first place? It never seemed like you really believed in Wilkes. Or them. But, enough to yeah, hire yeah, them or them. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I'm, oh, I'm sure that like, Bullock's is good enough. Now Daniel Bullock's good enough. Good to know. Yes, yeah. Be, because here's the thing is that we heard about, we heard about the, the Wilkes interview. We heard about uh, Fangio being interviewed. But did these guys interview last year or were they truly not interested? If they weren't interested, then, you know, maybe it's not that big of a deal. But what I will say is I, I think it's the right move, regardless of how disappointing it is. As soon as, in fact, as soon as news dropped that Wilkes was fired, I said, there's an obvious choice. He's in-house and it's Daniel Bullock's. That's the obvious choice. He's somebody that but, can carry the torch. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I'm going to say just real quick. The reason Steve Wilkes got hired is because the Niners felt that Bullocks wasn't ready or something last year. Otherwise, they wouldn't have went to Wilkes. So now they're like, you know what? Psych. He is ready. Extra what if ready. Bullocks thought he wasn't ready? Oh. And now he is ready. What if they're what if he's ready because he tutor, he learned under Wilkes? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Inception. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it, I think it would be kind of a disappointment. And that's to me like, hey, if they announce this at five o'clock on a Friday, that's a tip off that they're not super juiced about this. They're like, hey, oh, just, you know, as you're on the way out for to ski this weekend, we got a defensive coordinator. You've never heard of him. He's going to be great. As opposed to, <laughs> you know, Monday at 10 a.m. Adam Schefter reports that the 49ers have hired Bill Belichick and Pete Carroll. <laughs> Working side by side, like a like a Power Ranger Megazord, where they come together and they fight the bad guy. That's what it's going to be like. But that would be a Monday if it's Nick Sorensen. That's the Friday five o'clock type of deal. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Pete Carroll's the pass game coordinator. You brought in uh, Belichick. He's the run game defensive coordinator. That's fantastic. yeah. You don't want to put too much on his plate because he, you know, no. he hasn't proven that much. That's Keep true. It simple for him. It it is funny that you say the five o'clock news dump on Friday though, because I was talking to coach today and that's literally what I told him. I was like, Yeah, it'll probably happen before Saturday. And then I go, Oh, five o'clock news dump Friday. <laughs> that's exactly what they're gonna do. It does seem that way. It just occurred to me I'm gonna be working a lot this weekend, huh? They're gonna name their coach yeah. what five o'clock on a Friday. All right, I'll I'll clear that out of my schedule. <laughs> You're gonna need to, but okay. So why are they doing this? Just, why are they doing this? Because it's yeah. a disappointment. It doesn't mean it's not the right hire. And I, I want to make sure there's a clear distinction because I, I really believe that Bullocks was the guy all along, and that he is the right hire. Maybe it's not him. Maybe I'm completely wrong, and they go with somebody outside the building. But that's just the feeling that I got from the beginning. We'll see if it's right.
Yeah, I get the feeling too. Um, they could also go with the pass game coordinator, but it seems like what you want here, not necessarily, you're not looking for a schematic genius. Not to say that D'Amico wasn't or Salah wasn't. Those guys are very, very smart. But I think above all else, what they got from their players was incredible effort. And that's one thing that Steve Wilkes couldn't get from his players on a consistent basis. I don't know that it's necessarily his fault, but they fired him. He's gone. And to me, what you have to address is effort. It shouldn't be an issue, but it is. And I guess you got to hire someone that the players want to play for. And Daniel Bullock's has been around, has been on this team longer than Bosa, longer than Warner. Got to respect yeah, he's him. He's been here. Been here since the beginning. 2017, mm-hmm. he's been here. He was, yeah. he played in the NFL. So he has that experience. He's young. I mean, I don't know his personality, but, you know, being behind Sala and D'Amico, you got to imagine that there's some fire there. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think that it is a good hire. It is interesting that, that Ulbricht's name came up because that's the other path, right? Is, okay, well, let me get somebody that is already under Sala or already under D'Amico Ryans and go poach them away. I didn't necessarily think their defensive coordinator, and I don't know if that's even possible because the Jets would have to approve it, but it is an interesting thought too. Like, well, that kind of makes sense. Go go to your ex-defensive coordinators and poach someone from them that you trust. Okay, I can get behind that. And the way I see it too is like when you're looking at Ulbrich or thinking along those lines, you're, you're going down the, the scheme fit road. I don't think this is really about that. I think this is an older team, a veteran team that can kind of coach itself. They need a coach they want. I think they're pretty much picking their coach. That's the way I see. I could be totally off here, but it seems like these guys essentially got Steve Wilkes fired. After the Super Bowl, they're like, I don't know. It's not working. They're like, okay. So I think they're probably going to get the... If they really want Daniel Bullocks and they make it known, why... It's a lot like the Raiders saying we want Antonio Pierce. Now that's a head coach. But why are you going to go against this defense? There's a lot of established players. If they know what they want, you're not going to tell Nick Bosa we're bringing in someone. And you bring in someone from the outside, no matter who he is, and Bosa wants Bullocks, and everyone wants Bullocks or whoever it is, you're just repeating the same mistake you made last year and putting the next dude in the same awful position you put Wilkes in. You learn nothing. So they're in a tough position. Nick Bosa better know what he's doing, essentially. It's up to you, Nick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's the other thing, though, too, is I understand that Bullocks has been here, but how often does a Nick Bosa or Fred Warner, Warner cross paths with him? They're in the DB room. He's in the sure. room with the DBs, so sure. the DBs can vouch for him, and I'm sure that, you know, in passing, you say hi, whatever, but you're really not... It's not like he's coaching hands-on with Nick Bosa and technique. No. And that's that's not it, you know? It's, it's a... It's a small group, but a big area. They don't really cross paths a lot. You're in your own thing, doing your own film, and working with your own guys. So, it's a good you point. know, and going outside the building isn't necessarily, I guess, the worst thing in the world. True, because, I mean, they, they didn't... There was a reason they didn't make Bullocks or whomever from, in, from on the staff the guy last year. Mm. There must have been a reason that they did that really awkward thing with Steve Wilkes that everyone kind of knew was a bad idea from the beginning. Something about Bullock made him hesitate because Salah had no experience when they hired him. D'Amico had no experience when they made him the defensive coordinator. Like they haven't been shy about making novices first time D coordinators, but they wouldn't do it with Bullock. They just decided he wasn't ready. Now he's ready. What changed? 
Oh, he got to learn under Wilkes. Got it. Okay. Well, yeah. there you go. That's what Wilkes' <laughs> ultimate yeah. legacy. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Yeah. Well, we got a super chat. I think we do. Bill Kennedy says Pete Carroll will be a great choice. I disagree with this so much. I, I encourage anybody who thinks that Pete Carroll would be a great choice. I, I think on the surface, like, okay, well, Seattle's defense. He's got a lot of energy. He's been around. Go watch the defense in Seattle last year and tell me that is not the most basic, boring, easy to pick apart defense you've ever seen run in this league. It mm -hmm. literally looked like a 1960s defense. They, more than anybody else in the league, whatever they showed pre snap is exactly what they ran post snap. Mm -hmm. That's not what you want in this defense. You want to be exotic in some form or fashion. Agree. Salim Ingram says Shanna can't won't get it done. No matter who the DC is, Shanny has ultimate authority and will hamstring his DC like he did Wilkes. Man. Yeah, Kyle. That's what they think of you, Kyle. <laughs> I'm not here to defend you. You've lost three Super Bowls. <laughs> I'm sorry. You make people look bad when they defend you. So, yeah, Salim has a good point. Prove them wrong, mm -hmm. Kyle. Yeah. Boxing fan times forces. How about Johnny Holland? Yeah. How about Johnny Holland? Seriously. I've heard that he doesn't, he's not interested in it. That's what I gather, but well, then I don't know. not him Johnny and Chris Turk don't necessarily want it. The Ryan G. Hensley show. It's a great show. Says, I feel Kyle will name Chris K or Johnny Holland. Agree with me. Okay, I know, I, I know that I just said that neither of them want it, but since it's you, Ryan, I agree. We agree. Casey Cole says solid to Ulbrich. Nah, homie, that's my job. Next, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. That's, that's a very that's good point. Up. Yeah, it's a good point. It's All right, give me three reasons the Niners will make it back to the Super Bowl next year, next season. I think. Well, let's just go off of what we were just talking about, which is a new defensive coordinator. Now. I think a lot of it is overblown as far as how bad Wilkes was. We can talk about yards. We can talk about run game. We can all those things. But the reality was the 49ers defense was the number three scoring defense in the NFL. That's pretty good. Last time I checked. I know yeah, it's not dare Steve one. Wilkes give up 17 and a half yeah. points a game. How dare you? Yeah. So Dude. pretty good. But the defense and these players didn't buy into it for whatever reason. And I think that much was very clear. So whoever they bring in, I'm going to assume that they buy in more than they did with Wilkes, and it's just going to be a better marriage. So that is reason number one. I would say reason number two would be improvement on the offensive line. Let's hope that the 49ers draft some offensive linemen, preferably with their first pick in this draft. Maybe they sign one in free agency, and they have a better offensive line. We know the team's super talented. I don't think that they're going to lose a lot of talent over the offseason. I know people are talking about trading Brandon Ayuk. They have the money to, to keep Ayuk and bring some guys in. So mm -hmm. I think the team, talent-wise, can be just as good as it was last year with a better offensive line. And I would say the third reason is young players get better. You know, Jair Brown, Brock Purdy, Ayuk, as great as he was, he can improve, I believe. So... You know, you see these young players. I, I think we talked about offensive line, but some of these younger guys on the offensive line can get better as, as well. So, yeah, I, I think that those would be the three reasons to be optimistic the 49ers can win a Super Bowl next year or be back in the Super Bowl. 
Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. They still got Kyle Sanhagen as their coach, but he's proven he can get there. And, and this think, is the optimistics part of the. No, no, yeah, I don't know if you the Super Bowl yeah. for sure. I want to, I want to um, focus a little more on Brock Purdy. Yeah, I have a lot more respect for him than I did at this time last year. What he did this last season was really, really impressive. Coming off that injury, and it's like you stack him up against all the quarterbacks in the NFC. How many are better than him really right now? One. And that one is about 36 years old. Matt Stafford. Yeah. So that's a good spot to be in. You got one of the best quarterbacks in your conference. Now, Jordan Love is improving. There's other good quarterbacks, but your guy is as good or better than probably every quarterback in your conference, except for the one guy who won a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Um, That's a really good spot to be in. And you haven't been able to say that been a very long time now there are like six elite quarterbacks in the afc and we're going to probably have to face one of them eventually if you get to the super bowl and that's a different story but at least getting there nfc is still just not a really a quarterback driven conference right now it's a bunch of teams with quarterbacks on rookie deals and dak yeah yeah that's good hey point. give him more money i think he million, needs actually. more money yeah i might give him 70 i dallas 35 yeah, what's stopping He's you? He's too good. You can't. <laughs> you know what they should do, though, is they should get rid of Dak and just let Trey Lance play. See what happens. Yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Just yeah, get rid of Dak. You know I mean, I'm sure you could Dak. trade him. Yeah. You're not going to win a Super well. Bowl with Dak. You're not. Yeah. Trade him the Raiders. They love washed up overrated quarterbacks. It's true. You know what I'm saying? They like Jimmy G. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Dak's not bad. He's just not sixty nope. million good. Nope. You know that's the whole point. If if Dak was bottom ten in the league as far as pay, sure you can win with that. But once you start paying guys that aren't elite, you're you're just not going to win a Super Bowl. If there was no not. salary cap. Who would you rather have, Brock Purdy or Dak? Oh, that's actually a really tough question. It is probably huh? lean. I lean slightly Dak, but I don't trust him either, man. I, I don't do trust, trust Brock Purdy, Dak. So that's yeah, that's There's the other something thing. About him, it's like, okay, okay. Can I can I can I say this? I don't know what it is. He makes him beautiful during throws. the regular during the regular yeah. season at like home for seventeen games in a regular season. Give me, Dak. but if I need a fourth quarter in the playoffs, give me Brock. Uh, so and I hold guess on a second. Probably lean isn't Brock. it fair to? Like once you have enough playoff games to sort of base your opinion about a player on those games, like Dak has decidedly not good in the playoffs. Who gives yeah. a damn what he does in the regular season? Yeah. Also, Lamar Jackson started to flirt with that. He's had what six playoff games and one good start. I think when you get to about six, seven, eight playoff starts, that's sort of your reputation. Like Eli's reputation is his playoff resume, not really what he did in the regular season. Yeah, he might make a make a Hall of Fame based off of that. That's crazy. Him. Yeah, I don't think I he's would. Hall of Fame caliber personally, but he'll probably make it because he's got Manning in his last name and he did well in the playoffs. Well, that's not where I look at it. Caliber is an interesting choice of words. I just think it's a Hall of Fame resume. Quarterback, two Super Bowls. That's it. You did your job twice. Did it twice. Yeah. Once could be a fluke. Once you could be Trent Dilfer, but that's twice. True. Nah, man, you did it. You did it. I don't know what else. Against, you, against Tom Brady of all people. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Tom Brady. Um, yeah. So, yeah, twice. Eli, 
He just blacked <laughs> out for two crazy. years. I don't understand what happened. <laughs> like, Eli, you just won the Super Bowl. What? Where am I? <laughs> what are you talking about? Just blackout drunk. <laughs> <laughs> won the Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah. I woke up from a coma. What I missed? Off top you here. won the Super Bowl twice. That's what you missed while you were in that coma. <laughs> Are we missing know. anything? I mean, the team is loaded. Mm-hmm. They have a first round pick for the first time in a long time. They actually might nail yeah. that. Yeah. They could improve their offensive line if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. They have cap space. They don't have Adam Peters. Young but players improve. Christian McCaffrey still in his 20s. He could, he could have a better year next year. I don't know. Brandon Ayuk still improving. Seriously. Also, the 49ers can, they have money to go sign somebody. I, they're not like up against the cap the way a lot of people try to paint the picture of the 49ers. They can go make a move in free agency. If so, they if can improve it. It will be. It'll I'm be Daniel Hunter. Yeah, if it's a DN, that's fine. That's cool. I get it. I get it. <laughs> as long as it's not a DT. But here's the thing I don't like about the Niners with the D, te- D line they, they get all these D linemen. And they're all pass rushers. None of them are really good against the run except for Armstead. And then when they get to the final game, all they do is complain about not getting holding penalties. Like, man, if you can't beat them, join them. You, you, if they're not going to call holding penalties, then stop investing in D linemen. Sorry. Point. Get off its alignment and say hold and false start because they don't call that penalty either for offensive tackles. Do they? Not really. I mean, you can actually bear hug as a tackle now in the Super That's Bowl. Good technique. <laughs> that, that happened multiple times. That's good technique. Yeah. Okay. You want to play some sleeper picks? Let's do it. It's NBA. You're, you're good at NBA. That's what I tell my friends. Hey, wait, 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 yeah, it's, wait to talk <laughs> me up because that's not true at all. Okay. <laughs> Let's see what we got. This is NHL. How many NHL players do you know right now? If I asked you to name Two, three maybe? NHL players no. active, could you no. do it? No, absolutely not. I Sidney could go Crosby. historically. Go historically. Uh, Ovechkin, right? That's Ovechkin. another one. Yep. Two. That's it. I'm tapped out. <laughs> I think I am too. <laughs> Yager doesn't play anymore, right? He's got to be 50. Oh, no, he old. retired like so many years ago. <laughs> yeah, okay. Mario Lemieux. Right, okay, okay. I want to mention to people real quick for the sleeper thing. I'm giving away a Christian McCaffrey jersey. If you want to enter the giveaway, the links, uh, check out the information in the description. You just sign up, get the sleeper app, and then make it your first deposit using promo code CONE. Get that deposit matchup to 500 bucks and get deposited into a giveaway for a Christian McCaffrey signed jersey. So Pretty this sweet. is how you play. When you get the app, this is what it looks like on your phone. Go over to NBA. And you know, let's go through the stars. Make it simple. Luka Doncic, 31.5 points against Phoenix, more or less. Luka. More. Who's he had seven points there? on February 18th. Yeah. I'll go more. Nobody yeah. in Phoenix is going to stop him. Will he be in shape? Sorry, Luka. Yeah, always. Drew Holiday. I went to college with Drew Holiday. He doesn't know me. I don't know him. 12 and a half points for Drew. Who are they playing? At Chicago. Oh, yeah. Give me more. Give me more. Okay. All right. Okay. Hmm. Shay Gilgis Alexander. 30 and a half points against the Clippers. Less. 
That's a lot. That is a lot. He's yeah. a good player, though. He's a good player. I like him. He used to be on the Clippers. Hmm. Oh, Jordan Poole. Oh, gosh. 13 and a half points against Denver. <laughs> Give me more, man. God, talk about a streaky player. Like, this is the worst. If you, if you play fantasy basketball and you need a boomer bust guy, there's your guy. <laughs> Golly. Boy, his career really fell apart. Okay, Kevin Durant. 26 and a half points at Dallas. More. Okay. All right. I'm not going to argue with that. One more. One more. Mm. Did that say Booker ben at 37 Simmons. and a half? Hold on. Hold on. Is that Booker at 37 and a half? Did I Where? see that right? Booker. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it. It was one up. Phoenix. Oh, you had it. Yeah. Where you at, Booker? 37 and a half. No, that's points, rebounds, and assists. Oh, okay. Points, I was like, oh my gosh. And a half. Give me less. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, now I don't feel as good about it. I was going to say go under on 37 and a half. That's a lot of points. Uh, I don't feel good about it. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to choose. I'm going one. under. I don't like Devin Booker's attitude. <clears throat> oh, okay. I don't like his general disposition. Okay. Under. Sounds good. (laughs) Against you. Boom. Submit the entry. Sleeper's super easy. Done. Entry placed. If you want to get that Christian McCaffrey signed jersey, use that promo code cone. All right, back to the show. Now let's get super. I I already entered 10 times. Yep. It's going to go to Jesse. I just give all my stuff to my friends. Okay. <laughs> Let's get negative. Give me three reasons the Niners will not make it back to the Super Bowl. Next uh, health. They were very lucky this year with health. And I, I'm not going to predict future injuries, but I will say that they are coming into a season with Dre Greenlaw already set to miss some time and Talanoa Hafunga coming off of a major injury. Yep. So already they're not as healthy as what they were most of this last year. And they have a lot of players that are on the other side of 30 that, you know, they're going to miss some games throughout the season. That's just what they do. So I think health is a big part. I think they were very fortunate this year. So that's reason number one, they wouldn't. We talked about NFC teams quarterbacks. Yeah, maybe the quarterback play is on par or worse than what the 49ers have. But the 49ers really had their hands full more than they should have against a young Green Bay Packer team and a Detroit Lions team that, quite frankly, I thought was a year away. And Detroit Lions have about $48 million in cap space, and that's if the projected cap is $242.5 million. If it goes up to two fifty, now they're up in the $56 million range. So they're going to be better, presumably. The Packers are very young. They'll be better, presumably. Your own division is going to be better. You've actually got a competent head coach in Seattle, and yeah. you have the Rams with Super Bowl pedigree, and they've got forty million right now in cap space. And then I would say the last reason would be schedule is going to be tougher. Man, they got they got to play Buffalo next year. They got to play Kansas City. Um, you know, while while the other teams in their division aren't playing number one seeds uh, across these other divisions, the 49ers are. And if the 49ers don't get the number one seed, we talked about how important it was this year. I think it's going to be just as, if not more important next year, that they get the number one seed. 
Um, I think that would derail things. So those would be my three reasons. Yeah, another one, it seems like maybe Kyle Shanahan, his offense is starting to get figured out a little bit. I mean, mm. wasn't very good against the Packers. It was good in the second half against the Lions, and then it wasn't very good against the Chiefs. It was awful against the Ravens. Seems like the Ravens and the Chiefs both kind of figured out that they could dictate some things to the Niners with their simulated pressures and their different blitzes. A lot of teams were struggling to blitz the Niners offense, but those two teams had no problem. And it was interesting, like the Ravens did it with zone coverage, the Chiefs did it with man coverage, but all of a sudden it seems like now that the league has had two year and a half to look at this team with Purdy and McCaffrey, there you have very good defensive coordinators coming up with very good game plans, and now it's on Kyle to change. I'm not saying he can't, but it's on him. Ball's in his court right now. Because his offense stunk in the Super Bowl, man. And he didn't really talk about it. And it was held in check for long periods in both the other games leading up to the Super Bowl as well. The first half, they didn't do anything in, in either of those games, really. Came on when it needed to, which was great to see. But yeah, man, there there was too many long stretches where they just couldn't put points up. And for a team that has uh, what a lot of people believe is an elite quarterback with five other all-pro caliber players, and a genius at head coach, I would expect more. So yeah, and that's again where I think his reputation precedes him. Like yeah, a lot in his own, but his dad won Super Bowls and this genius thing. If he had any other name, if his name was Kyle Jones or whatever you want to call him, with all this talent, people would be quick to point out, yo, what about this coach? How could you possibly score twenty two with all these players? Like, are you holding it back? If your name was, I don't know, Matt Nagy or something like that, but Kyle mm -hmm. Shanahan is like, oh, all this talent, you're great, 22 points, I can't figure out why. Like, yeah, this is one of those things. Nah, it, it, the, the Niners' issues in the Super Bowl, to me, were much more schematic than execution. Now, George shouldn't have been talking to George Karloftis, and Christian McCaffrey shouldn't have fumbled, but they couldn't pick up a freaking blitz. Seems like the, the Chiefs always had one more than they could block. Hard to blame the players. Yeah, I mean, schematically, they did some really strange things with the offensive line. <laughs> You're seeing a lot of people come out and they're like, why are the why is your center pulling on a pass play? What is going on? How can why, you not run you like one of the weakest run defenses in the league? What's going on? Yeah, I just I don't know. And and then when when they go to man, Debo saying anyways, I don't want to rehash the Super Bowl because I feel like we've done it a thousand ways, but clearly, yes, he he has to get out of his own way. He, he does. And there's certain things that he needs to improve on. And it's tough because it's crazy. Coach and I, little teaser, Coach and I on Monday, we're going to do a show and we're going to talk about Kyle Shanahan from the perspective of the teams that he's left in the past and what some of the things were said about him. And they're, they're not glowing remarks that these other organizations had and these other beat writers had about him. So and a lot of the things that they're saying are things that we talk about now and have talked about since he's been here as being problems. And it's like, oh, he's young, he'll learn. But he's been that way since the very beginning. So I don't know that he will learn. Learn, grow. I don't know. We'll see. He doesn't seem to do a whole lot of growing. But he has to change something. There has to be a new element that, defense, that defenses have to account for. Change mm -hmm. something up. 
It doesn't seem to be working. You added all this talent to your offense and still came in with 22 points in the Super Bowl. What was that? One more? Two more than last time? Two more. Two more. And that's not and even Brock's no fault. Yeah, no you got to look inward. If you have McCaffrey, if you add McCaffrey, Ayuk, and Brock to this team and you only get two more points plus overtime, like if there wasn't overtime, you would have scored fewer. You got to look inward, Kyle. What, what has gotten stale about your system? And the whole league's running it. You got to stay one step ahead. And the next step isn't just going empty backfield all the time, I promise. Well, and, and, you know, I love Joe Staley, but he's not as good as Trent Williams. So they upgraded there as well, the left tackle position. And they still could yeah. only what put was up the first thing you said why they're not getting back to the Super Bowl because they're getting old. Trent is, in a lot of ways, their Super Bowl window. If he misses half the season, they're in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He misses a couple games every year, but if it extends to more than that, they're in a lot of trouble. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And that's the one reason I would trade. I could get behind trading Brandon Ayuk. Mm. You had to trade someone. He's got the most trade value. Already overinvested at skill position. You trade him for a top 15 pick maybe and get an offensive tackle. It seems like something the Chiefs might do. Like, yeah, Brandon Ayuk's great, but the Chiefs traded Tyreek Hill. Like, it's a wide receiver. Um, I'm just saying, but then they have to get that offensive lineman Right. Like if, if, if they were able to trade Brandon Ayuk for the equivalent of Tristan Wirfs, I wouldn't be against that, but I don't know. Oh, I, I would love that. I, w yeah. I would love that. But yeah. Yeah. I'm not I don't saying know. That that I, I haven't looked at any of these players. Yeah. I don't know. Combine hasn't even started yet, but that's the only way I think you can justify it. Or that's one way you could justify it. Yeah. If you trade Brandon Ayuk and you draft another receiver, that's the most disappointing thing ever. Don't do that. Don't, don't do that. You can draft one. If if you were to take an offensive tackle, let's say you got pick 17 and you were to take mm -hmm. one of the higher end offensive tackles and yeah. then with your number 31 overall, then you took a receiver like Troy Franklin or something like that. Okay, I can get behind that. Replace him that way, but don't replace him directly with the pick that you get. Get an offensive lineman. Or what you could do is trade IU for the 17th pick, take the other first round pick, trade up to get like the best offensive tackle in the freaking draft and have someone who can replace Trent Williams if, if Trent Williams misses a lot of time or or gets old and uh, draft a wide receiver in round two or something. I don't know. Just These are thoughts that go through my head. I'm not saying yeah. trade Brandon Ayuk because I'm not sure. I don't know what, what pick you'd really get, but you've got to improve the offensive line somehow. It's much more important than wide receiver. It is. Yeah, it, it is. most certainly is. It would be a shame, though, to lose Brandon Ayuk, man, when you could have done some of the same things with Debo a couple years ago. And I think anybody who we had these conversations then and people really didn't want to hear it. It's interesting. I feel like people are oddly more receptive to moving on from Brandon Ayuk than they were Debo. And maybe that's because you've watched Debo for a couple of years. And you're like, well, that didn't really pan out. Don't want that to happen again. But I think we should have been more receptive to moving Debo than Brandon Ayuk personally. That was such an obvious bad call in retrospect. Hold on. You're telling me that he's not a wide receiver, he's a wide back, and you're going to pay him like a wide receiver? I don't think that's a good idea. But the thing with Ayuk is he's a real wide receiver, and you can see him being good into his 30s. I think he's worth the money. Um, but so was Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill, like the Dolphins, you could say, were right to trade for Tyreek Hill. 
but the Chiefs are the ones that have won the last two Super Bowls. So they're not, it worked out. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe the Niners should look at won. that pressure they gave up and think, you know what? We really need to improve our offensive line. Maybe we would, because if we don't, then the offensive line is going to be one of the three reasons we're going to make it back to the Super Bowl. And if we're only going to throw Brandon Ayuk six freaking passes in the Super Bowl anyway, am I over here advocating a trade for Brandon Ayuk? Yeah, I think you kind of are. I'm just talking myself into it slowly. You love you're gonna miss him in the locker room if he's not here. You That's know true. that I like him a lot. I just like what would the Chiefs do? Is I think a fair question to ask in the NFL. It's copycat league, they're the gold standard. What would the Chiefs do? I'll tell you what they would do. They would trade Brandon Ayuk. They're ruthless. Mm. They didn't they didn't extend Traverius Ward. Hey, thank you so much. You're a hell of a player. Goodbye. We'll replace you in the draft. And they did. Tyreek Hill, great player. We're going to draft Rasheed Rice in round two, and that'll be good enough. And it was. I think, I think the Chiefs would have kept Buckner and traded Debo as well. No doubt. Yeah, they would not have gotten rid of Buckner. He's not quite Chris Jones, but he's not far off. They wouldn't have gotten rid of Buckner. No, I don't think so either. So I think it's too so, late for what, what would the Chiefs do. <laughs> we should make that should be one of my weekly shows. What would the Chiefs do? And we just try to guess. <laughs> it's just all the things that we think the Chiefs would do. <laughs> Daza says, How about a new OC? All those all pros, and we look bad at times this season, average 17 points during the three loss streak. No, let's blame Spencer Burford for everything on offense. It's all Spencer's <laughs> yeah, yeah. fault. It's easier that way. It's so much easier that way. Yeah. <laughs> Spend a first round pick on a right guard and see if everything is better. You're the third ranked offense this year. They did have some bad games where they seemed like they couldn't get much going on. But do you still trust Williams in the trench? Do you still trust Trent Williams in the trenches? Yeah, I do. I trust him? Is that a loaded question? Yeah. yeah I do. Believe Ingram, BA, BP chemistry seems like a reason they make it. That's that's a big reason not to trade Ayuk. That right there. The quarterback freaking loves him. They have a terrific connection. Why mess with that? It's a great it's a great one. If you if you feel like you have a true franchise quarterback, I think I think you have these conversations with them. Listen, man, here's what we're thinking. You tell me. Like, I know that you love BA, but would you prefer an upgraded right tackle? Yeah. Or keeping BA. What what would make your job easier? What would make your life easier here? Here's what we're thinking. Look, the more I think about it, the more I feel like trading Brandon Ayuk is stupid. It's not the move. At least not now. You can extend him and he won't become super expen expensive for a few years, correct? Uh, yes. Yes. So, if I, if, I'm, if I remember correctly, the Chiefs did extend Tyreek Hill and then when it was time to maybe extend him again, they traded him. So, keep him now. Trade him maybe when he's 28 or something, but yeah, keep Brandon Ayuk, and if you want to improve the offensive line, trade Debo and take the dead cap hit and walk it off. Rub some yeah, dirt I mean, on it. You think about it. If, if you were to trade Debo, we talk about dead cap hit, and it, it is massive. Don't get me wrong. But if you trade him pre-June 1st, and that nets you a draft pick, whatever that draft pick is plus the dead cap is probably pretty close to what you're paying Debo anyways. So... You feel like it's the right move, then it's the right move. Yep. Tristan Martin. The only thing with trading wide receiver, I keep going back and forth. 
they're replaceable, man. I'm sure there's a bunch of good wide. I haven't even looked yet, but I'm sure there's a bunch of good wide receivers in this. Is it a good year there for wide receivers? A, I'm guessing it it's is. It's a good year for wide receivers and offensive receivers. tackles. Offensive tackles as well. So good. Get one. Uh, mm-hmm. Tristan Martin says fourth reason Kyle's narcissism. Yikes. <laughs> it's funny when a fan base really gets to know a coach. This is year eight. It's like Kyle's in our family. Chris. Yeah. Hamizi says Shanahan, along with some of the Niners players, were smoking cigars at the NFC Championship game. Coffee is for closers and cigars are for Super Bowl winners. Kyle did Oof. not see the cigars. I have a bonus topic. I'm going to get to it in a second. GTC Reels says if we trade Ayuk, I'm egging Grant's car. <laughs> Fair enough. I think I talked myself into it and out of it three or four times. Um, if we trade BA, I will TP Grant's apartment. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Don't do it. Dane Barber says, will Purdy ever have the fastball to beat man coverage? Can't throw lobs in a space like you can versus in zone versus man. It's, okay, it's a great question. What do you think? Uh, his his arm is never going to be elite, but you can beat man coverage. Here's the thing is there's just not many teams. I, I understand. We look at Cleveland. We talked about it then. We saw it with Baltimore a little bit, and we saw it at times with Kansas City. There's just not many teams that can do this and and have the corners to play that kind of man coverage down in and down out. But for the teams that can, I think Brock's always going to struggle against those teams, just like he'll probably always struggle in in inclement weather. And if that's your franchise guy, then those are things you're just going to have to try to work around the best you can and kind of hope that when he does struggle that he comes back and wins you a game like he did against Green Bay and plays well when it matters most. But um, no, I, I don't think his arm's ever going to be requisite enough to just start throwing people open in tight man coverage. I don't think that's who he's ever going to be. I think that's a real, that's one of my, the most unfortunate thing we learned about Brock Purdy this year. Most of the stuff we learned about Brock Purdy this year is that he's, for, he's the truth. The rain thing sucks. Mm-hmm. Really wish that wasn't a thing for him. Because that, you play in Northern California. Like, but, Hell of a player. The one thing about man coverage that I think he needs to start doing more. Yeah, he doesn't have the arm strength to run. Really, run, dude. Run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Run. Everyone's turned their back to you. Freaking run. You're really good at it. It's one of the main reasons the Niners won. You won the NFC Championship game, Brock. So that should have been something I think you went to more in the Super Bowl. That might have been a way that you could have won because it's definitely a way that Patrick Mahomes won. The thing with man coverage, though, and these teams that play it really well is they can send an extra player at you and make right. it really hard to run. They can fill all the all the gaps and kind of stop your running lanes, yeah. and then they can get pressure on you. So now you're facing pressure, and you've got to get it out in tight coverage. That's a really, really... That's hard. Most quarterbacks struggle with that, not just quarterbacks with weaker arms. So it's not just a Brock Purdy thing, but that's it's hard to do against that True. type of defense. Give me one X Niners player the team should bring back. So everybody's like on the Aziz Al Shair train right now, right? They saw him breaking it down with the linebackers. Was it before the Packer game or before the Lions game? I don't remember. Yeah. And Greenlaw is going to miss some time. So it's like the obvious choice is bring back Aziz Al Shair. Mm. But there's some other good candidates out there. And for me, it's not that obvious. The guy I would bring back is Trent Brown. This is a guy they should have never gotten rid of, Grant, ever. I think it was a mistake from day one. What you traded him for, what you drafted him for, it was it was a dumb move to get rid of him because he didn't fit your scheme, I guess. He's too big and too powerful. 
he's been really good at every single step of the way since he's left. And he was good again last year. He plays right tackle. You need a right tackle. Trent Brown's the guy. He's the guy. And he's not that expensive anymore. He's about to be, what, 30 or 31? Can't believe he's actually only that 30 or 31 years old. But I think he's about to be 31. He doesn't make a ton of money. And he's still really, really good. I'd bring back Trent Brown. He is really, really good. That's the thing. He's better than every right tackle. I mean, man, he's one of the best right tackle they've had in a long time. Mm -hmm. And everything you said is true. Do it. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) the freaking, yeah, I I love it. Absolutely. There's no reason not to. I have nothing else to add to that. No, it's great. Why? Who would be better than him? What was your objection to him to begin with? Oh, he was he weighed too much. He wouldn't fit. Okay, he fits. He's in good enough shape. The one thing with him, no, he gets hurt. He missed time. But McKibbitz isn't going anywhere. He thought McKibbitz. You trust him. Here's here's what I would say. If you bring in Brown and you draft a tackle, you keep McKibbitz. Those are your two tackles off the bench. If that tackle is versatile and a lot of these guys are a lot of these tackles are actually very versatile and they can play on the inside as well play them at right guard and then if you have an injury you can kick them out to right tackle and move trent uh trent brown over to left tackle if you need to there's so many things you can do and you can build on the fly i'm not saying trent brown's a guy that you're going to have forever but is a one-year stopgap while also drafting somebody to develop why not yes sign me up I think it's a great call. And I think what's cool is you could probably sign Trent William, Trent Brown and have a two Trent offensive line. I just re- realized it. Double Trent. Bookend Trents. Be money. But I think they should also sign Aziz uh, Al-Shair as well. That's a no-brainer. Unless they wanted, they could spend a, they could spend their first round picking a linebacker. Did that with Reuben Foster once. It's an important position. It is important. They need to make a serious investment in that linebacker spot because linebacker three was an issue last year. I still wonder how good these rookies are. I really like Jalen Graham a lot at training camp. He was the only guy that was consistently making stops in one-on-one drills. Nobody else would. Out of the like 49 one-on-one drill passes that I charted, there was a total of four stops, and he had two or three of them. That's good He's to know. pretty good. He was a safety converted safety which hello that's what the Niners do at linebacker they convert safeties turn them into that's linebackers true. and they're usually really good there might be something there with Jalen Graham and and Winters who knows so it seems like there's always somebody Grant there's always somebody that is kind of redshirted you forget about a little bit and then they make an impact maybe one of those guys can make that impact maybe would you be against bringing back Aziz Australia I wouldn't be against it by any means, but to me, linebacker is just not a premium position. It's important, but it's not quarterback. It's not protecting the quarterback, and it's not getting after the quarterback. Greenlaw is not going to miss the whole season. He will be back at some point. Sure, he's probably not going to be Dre Greenlaw, but if he's 80% of that, and you can get by with some of these rookies and maybe draft somebody else for competition or bring in somebody else for competition for cheaper, I mean, I would rather address right tackle or pass rusher personally or corner i feel like it's becoming a premium position though because whenever the niners have trouble on offense it's because a team has linebackers that can cover and good against Mm -hmm. the run you know what i mean it's like yeah 
that's part of what makes the Niners defense special. And if they don't have Dre Greenlaw, I don't think they're super special on defense. Don't know when Greenlaw's coming back. I don't know. Maybe Aziz isn't the answer, but I think they're going to make a, a big investment in that spot. I think Aziz could easily run. come back. I mean, he's obviously still friends with these guys. He's not going to He's not going to make as much probably as he did even last year. So I think it's a possibility. And I like Aziz. I wouldn't be like totally against it. I would just rather address some other areas of need personally. But I'd be fine with it. Yeah. I just like Aziz Alshair. I do too. Underrated player. He's a good player. I love a story too, man. Gosh. Crazy story. No doubt. Drewish guy says... Would you consider it unpro to ask Purdy what he thinks of NFL players and coaches not taking responsibility? No, I don't think so. I think it'd be a good question. And what I like about Brock Purdy is he'll answer it. He will. I think you'd have to frame it around him. Say, hey, listen, you know, there's a lot of veterans in this league and and leaders of teams, head coaches that don't take responsibility the way that you do. Why do you take so much personal responsibility and why is that important to you? And then Perfectly you kind of get your answer in a way. Perfectly phrased. Roundabout yeah. way. Bobo1980 says, you guys happen to catch Harb's intro presser. Sounds fired up. Think he'll get them to 10 plus wins year one. I didn't see it. Did you? I, I didn't, but I'm sure it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to go check it out. Um, must watch TV. Chicken, because the Niners being back DJ Jones card for Christmas. DJ Jones. I would love to have DJ Jones. He was really good That'd too. Good man. Yeah. That would be a good call. Can they is it can they get Samson Ebucom? Is he not? What's what's the deal? With he Samson? might be a free agent. He might be a free agent too. I don't know. Mm, no. No. Colts got him. That was a good signing. He's a really Ooh. good player. He's done, he did really well for them this year. Really well. He's a hell of a player. He is. It's too he bad is. they didn't keep him. He's so perfect for the wide nine. I feel like the wide nine to make it work, you really, that wide nine guy has to be good. Like, really good against the run and the pass. Mm -hmm. And at least Ebukam was just money against the run out there. Yeah, he was. But he was a, li he was a linebacker, technically, right? They converted him, so. It's true. Makes sense. Um, Jalapena23 says, who's punt returner next year? It's a position of need as well. A position of need. Someone in the draft? Mm. Tristan yeah. Martin. How do you not pay a team player like I but pay McDebo? Oh, God. <laughs> That'll take. How do you get paid over $20 million a year and not have a proper food plan? Okay. That is a, a big reason, again, to keep Ayuk because he's done everything right. Everything. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean. Go ahead. Well, getting rid of him is is very similar to getting getting rid of Buckner, and and you can't keep everybody, right? I understand that, but you're setting a tone. You're choosing certain guys that don't come in shape and don't block with as much effort. And if they're not getting the ball, it's very obvious on film multiple years in a row. And you're letting go of guys who are doing everything that you would think as a leader. As a leader of the organization, Kyle Shanahan should want guys that are basically in his tribe that tribe that will be leaders for him when he's not around. And Ayuk is that. He's all of those things. So why you would get rid of that uh, doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but it sets a tone. Yeah, if you trade Ayuk and keep Debo, it kind of says something about your culture. 
You don't mm-hmm. necessarily keep the best players. You keep your best friends. Kind of. And that's not a way to win. It's not a way to win. Mindful Naked says, let's trade Shani for Grant. Then we can have behind-the-scenes YouTube broadcasts <laughs> while viewers <laughs> drop super chats in favor of specific plays during games. I think that's the future of football. They were Let's doing something like that, like the XFL or something like that, where it was like you could pick a play throughout the game. Yeah. That was genius. That's the future. Jeff Caravella says, I wrote an email to Jed asking why no one holds Kyle accountable. I asked him if he would invest in a mental game coach. PJ golfers use them. What type of resources would limit Kyle's mental errors? It's mm. interesting. <laughs> would Kyle be receptive to it? That's the question. Yeah. Stubbornness. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say that's it. I think we got a short show today. Okay. I what thought you, you had a surprise topic. I thought you had a surprise I forgot topic it. Or something. I know. Oh. I for- totally forgot it. And I tried to play it off like two Totally forgot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's it. It's short show. Then, uh, see you later. I have a surprise topic, let's just do it and not try to like bookmark it in my mind because yeah, I'll forget. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, well, we were talking about the three reasons that they would not go back to a Super Bowl, if that jogs your memory. It He's going to text me five minutes after and be like, hey, by the way, I remember. Really annoying. <laughs> I remember exactly oh, well. what it was. Salim <laughs> Ingram says, I, why not keep BA, invest in O-line, and save money at running back? Running two excellent backups. I, I asked this question yesterday to Sunil. I'll ask you the same question. You have to extend one. You have to keep one on their current deal. And you have to cut one. Your choices are Brock Purdy, Brandon Ayuk, and CMC. Who are you extending? Who are you keeping on their current deal? And who are you cutting? Uh, cutting McCaffrey. Sorry. That's what I said. That's what I said. Sorry. Yep. I think it's the right choice. Extending Ayuk and I'm keeping I'm keeping Brock Purdy on his rookie deal forever. Sorry, Brock. It's exactly what I said. There I you like go. You. Great minds. Yep. Go check, go tap in with last second sports. I'm out. I'll be back tomorrow morning with the coach, the coach's meeting. Have a good night, everyone.